Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson. With me, as always, the other host, Taylor Wells. This is episode 11 for season dose. Wells, what's going on? Double ones, man. Um, you know, it's it's okay. I'm, uh, I'm drinking on a Sunday, which I haven't done in a while. It's nice. It's a, it's a nice change of pace for me. So. You should be drinking. See, that's the day you should be drinking on a Sunday. That's right. Well, it's a day you of know, rest and relaxation. It's been a long week at work, and uh, I just started my week today. So that'll that'll tell you how it's going to go. That's it'll be fun. There you go. Definitely. Um, did, you, did you end up? Did you end up getting your bets in? No fuck. <laughs> Good reminder, though. Do that right. Do that. Dude, you could do it while we're while we're doing this. Let's see what I can one, lose today. You know, there's only like two games left that you can bet on as we record this. But all right, right now you can't you can't bet on the Red Wings having a massive comeback against the Buffalo Sabers. God damn it! I should though. <laughs> That's the only one I wanted to bet on too. Actually, there is uh, Bet Commission does offer live betting. By the way, we should probably just go into that. All right. Um, if you're wanting to bet live or at any time. Uh, with sports betting, you should bet with the commish. Betcommish.ag, to be exact. Commish offers 20% free play on all deposits with zero rollover because rollover is a scam. Goddamn scam. Fucking, that's uh, the Scammers. worst scam. It's worse than Pyramid. Oof. Text 951-878-9411 or hit him up on Twitter at Betcommish. I'm going to start a new hashtag for us. Okay. WWCD. What would the commish do? What would commish do? This over-under is seven for the Maple Leafs Panthers. That's fucking hilarious, dude. That's the that, highest I one mean, I've seen. It's, it's rarely seven. That's crazy. It's rarely seven. I would do that. I, I kind of I kind of want it, dude. If I, didn't, if I didn't put everything that I had on this <laughs> Penguins game. I already lost my fucking house because of you this week. Yeah, that was... That was that god damn fault. it that was my fault what was that game again i can't remember um i can tell you i can tell you right now okay maybe account history perhaps Wait, yeah, it should be lost let's see oh oh it was a fucking avalanche and islanders game who'd we bet on uh, we went over on five and a half for it and oh it, yeah and then the both the, and it, it was a, it, it was yeah it was a one zero it's not my Christ. fault that fucking Grubauer, who had let in three and four goals in his last ten games, decided to play his the greatest game of hockey he's ever played in his life. Dude, he fucking he honestly he still has that puck. <laughs> he fucking he he threw that sucker in a case so fast, and he he's sent like me a fucking... text actually, and he said, "Hey, fucking fuck you, Wellsy. Hey, fuck you, Wells. Fuck you, Wells. That's what I that's what I think of your over bet, huh? Over? That's funny." You actually paid me ten bucks, you fucking dirty. <laughs> God damn it! So I don't listen uh, to you on my betting anymore. Well, uh, I still have the. We still have the uh, degenerate gamblers text message group. Yeah, you can you can see all that. We actually added a new new member recently. Oh. That you immediately threatened, dude. I mean, if you're gonna be added to the degenerate gamblers text group. And you don't get threatened? I don't think that's a proper proper welcome, right? 
I mean, and, and it's very appropriate considering that he does owe you money. So. And I bought a new shovel on Sunday or whatever the fuck day that was. So, I mean, it all worked out. And I didn't mean I would bury him alive. I just, you know, I was going to bonk him on the head a couple times. Right. Until break fucking, his fucking legs. Break his legs a little bit until he pays uh-huh. me more money. <laughs> fucking his- all right let's let, we should get into it we've all got right. a lot of fucking shit to talk about because we sucked after the holiday uh, um, but we're back on track though i know we always we're back this, on track i feel good about this one yep i i'm uh, we're gonna keep on track right here yep um so let's let's go uh let, we're gonna jump all around here um i actually had this we were gonna do this first but let's do this first because it's just breaking news literally as we talk about it um nashville general manager Ray Shiro? Yeah, something like that. Something like that? Uh, He has just been relieved of his job. Yeah, Ray Shiro has been fired as Devil's Devil's General Manager after five seasons. Tom Fitzgerald takes over on an interim basis. Um, Oof. Yeah, you and I were talking about this before the pod. Uh, This has got to be related to the Hall trade, right? It's got to be. Can you, I mean, can you, he drafted well. Right, he brought in yeah. guys like PK. I mean, you know, it's not like he did anything terrible, except for, you know, maybe didn't get the returns that upper management wanted. You know, it's got to be it. I I think I think that they were okay with the if I mean, if management didn't want or wasn't okay with a hall with Hall being traded, then I think Ferraro Ferraro would have been let go before that happened. Um. So basically, they made the trade, and I, th- I my best guess is that management was hoping for some more immediate assets instead of picks and prospects to yeah. build. Um, I mean, I think that's the best that they could have done. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know. Maybe it's just the fanboy in me, you know, hockey. But we like to see hockey trades. We like to see you know assets going one heavy assets going one way or another, and you know, a, a rental. A rental trade is just not that very exciting because you got, you know, yeah, Arizona gets Hall, but for how long? Right. You know, maybe, maybe till the end of the season. Um, it, granted, Hall said he wanted to test the market while he was a devil, but you know, unless Arizona can prove to him that they're a team to be reckoned with, he'll probably test the market um, right. instead of re-sign there. And what does that mean for New Jersey? That that there there's no one for one. It's just picks and prospects. So. Um, which ushers in another, you know, two, three years of a rebuild. So, I, I, I mean, I understand it. New Jersey is definitely underperformed. Uh, they made the playoffs, what, two, two years ago, three years ago? Like, out of no, you know, I mean, yeah, that's, it was, like, that's like Ottawa making it, uh, you know, a couple of years yeah. back though too, right? I mean, they yeah. shouldn't have been there. No, and, so, and they got and they got demolished. Right. So the thing, the thing for me, like if that's what it is, is the hall trade. I mean, yes, you can look at it because it's easy for us to look at it and go, "Hey, Taylor Hall is better than these picks and these prospects." Right. Mm-hmm. It's easy to do, but then you take into account the rental factor. Then you take into account all that stuff, I mean, like we talked about. I mean, dude. I mean, it's really not a bad exchange. Um, because, you know, I, do we think New Jersey would have been able to keep him? I don't think so. I don't think he would have stayed, you know? I mean, it's not like, no. it's not like New Jersey, if New Jersey had drafted him and he had been there the whole time, maybe, right? He loves New Jersey, right? But, you know, I just, I don't think so. So, I mean, getting anything out of him, uh, was a good thing. And I just, I think, 
yeah. I, I mean, I think it's just one of these things where they just need a change of scenery, and they hope that that's what it takes, right? I think mm-hmm. I think that's just what it is. So, I mean, I don't think it's anything. I don't think we can circle the hall trade. I think it's just the most recent thing, you know. So, uh, no, and I and I think. I mean, the guys. The guy was kind of destined for failure as soon as Corey Schneider fell through. Like Schneider, Schneider was traded to be the asset of the future. He was supposed to be the next Martin Brodeur, mm-hmm. and and for how he was playing in Vancouver at the time, that kind of made sense um, to a degree. Didn't but, he have uh, a year or two of? I mean, he had a year of two or two with New Jersey where he did play good, though. I'm almost. Yeah, probably, we could probably look at. Oh, and Hall just had an assist. Um. Let me dig into that those stats. Keep keep guy interrupted you. See so you go. Connor Garland scored. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. I know that's a whole other story. What? Leading leading score leading score on the team. Yet they give him like nine minutes of dude, ice time. He needs he needs eighteen a game. I mean he drives that. He needs offense, to dude. They've got to give him more. Uh, they they need to put him on a better line and they need to start giving him more time. I don't understand why they limit him. Like the fact that he's got fifteen goals with the little time that he skates. I mean that's incredible. And it, what's crazy is like uh, that's I think that's why he's probably still a free agent in our fantasy is while yeah he gets goals yeah but he doesn't skate yeah um yeah and that's and and I actually read a interesting article from uh, believe it or not a Coyotes writer mm-hmm. uh, the Corsi like the Corsi numbers for uh, Garland and Hall is unreal I mean it's it's crazy, and so those guys clearly have chemistry, but then yet they still drop Garland down and uh, do that kind of stuff with with him on that fourth line and shit. I just I don't understand. Talkit I know is a good coach and wants to roll four, but sometimes you gotta just. Yes, it hasn't worked for two periods, but you like know. that's your leading scorer. He has more fucking goals exactly. and points than Phil Kessel. Yeah, you know Hall will Hall will probably catch it. Hall will be the leading scorer on this team. I think you know so. by. I mean, I wouldn't. How many? I would be. I'd be surprised if he didn't catch Kessel. Yeah. Well, I think I think Schmaltz is leading, and then I think Keller's next. So I mean, it's not like I don't think Kessel. And Keller's actually, been playing. Keller's actually been playing pretty well. Yeah, and and it, they kind of win and lose with how Keller plays. It's it's pretty interesting to watch those stats. But uh, getting off topic. But uh, so Schneider point nine two seven when he left Vancouver, uh, save percentage. Mm-hmm. That next year in New Jersey is .925. Uh, next year in New Jersey, uh, or first year in New Jersey, .921. He had 45 games. Next year, played 69 games, had a .925. I mean, that's really not a bad. It was, you can trace bad. it back to the injury that he had. Like, yeah. once he, he went down for a long-term injury, and then he came back, and he's just never been the same since. True. Yep, exactly. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, he must have gone down, what, late in, late in 15, 16, maybe? Just looking at numbers. Sounds right. Because uh, yeah, he came right. back 16, 17.908, 17.18, 0.907, and then started bouncing between AHL and NHL, and you're just, you're, come on. You know, it's just degrading, right? Right. So. Nope, I get it. Yeah, um, but, yeah, that's a, that's a, I mean, so what, they got an interim coach, or a GM, sorry? Yeah, interim GM, well, I even, don't even, don't they even have an interim coach at the moment? It's all interim until you do something like fucking, uh senior blues did sure uh, yeah well this is a good segue so the guy who was fired in new jersey is now the bench boss in nashville 
because yep. Peter Laviolette, unsurprisingly, has been let go from another job. Um, that guy, that guy just, he's, he's a short-term fix. He's never lasted anywhere for very long. Because he's handed teams that are good that need a spark. That's just what he, that's just who Peter Laviolette is, is he's just handed this fucking team that is just, you know, got a whiner in here oh no quit whining he's got poop Um, oh no he's just handed these teams where like he just kind of comes in and can stir it up just enough right that he you know that that they do some good things the first couple years and then uh uh-oh he's not actually a good coach right right and then and then they you know those those good players finally they have a good team again this year and these good players Mm -hmm. are like dude this ain't fucking working you know like this is garbage you're garbage well, and I don't, and it also doesn't help that I think Laviolette's like his, the way he approaches the game and his strategy and his like type of coaching, I don't think fits very well with Nashville. I don't think that uh, it's that team has always been a defense first team, and now uh, when you, I just don't think he knew what how to handle the right pieces of that of that team. Yeah. And that's why he was kind of let go. Hines, I mean, I think Hines was initially in in New Jersey to try to spark the offense and and get things going, and it ended up being a lackluster defense. So maybe he because that's been a problem. Like Matt Duchesne has been basically quiet this entire year. Um, he's now kind of coming to life. New Jersey's or Nashville's two and three in his last three games on the bench. So. Maybe it is a turnaround. Yeah. I like, I, you know, Ducks have had a shitty season. They're rebuild. Like, the. what are the odds that both of our teams are fucking rebuilding and shitty right now? But anyways, um, I just, I think it's funny, and I take pride in the fact that the Ducks basically cost Laviolette's job. I think that's fucking hilarious. Red Wings did that last year. They were, like, <laughs> literally after a lot, after the Red Wings beat a team, it was, uh, it was Shirelli, actually, the GM for Edmonton. They yeah. lost to the Red Wings, and then that night he got fired. It's like, dude, we can't lose to the fucking Red Wings. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Good shit. Yeah, I, no, this, team, this team, I mean, I, I don't know if John Hines is the solution, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I don't even know if they're going to give him more than this. I don't know what his deal was, if they even made an actual deal with him. Um, maybe we can look that up instead of being lazy, but... You know, I, I look. This is a this is still a good team, even with you know losing a guy like PK. They just they got to figure something out, and if this is what it takes, then they they got to do it because it, there's teams in this division or you know on the, in this conference especially that aren't as good as this team, and and Nashville has the players to do it. So you know maybe they're just a paper team and they're not actually getting it done. But you got to find so, you got to do something to find out if that's the truth. You know. Right. So. No, absolutely. Um, I I think it's going to be good. I, La Violette is just. I mean, he's he like you said, he's a placeholder. He's a temporary fix in my in my eyes. Yeah. And uh, and I I just don't think that the players were. God, I, I I'm almost tempted to say because I mentioned it before that Duchesne might be cursed. I think he's got an attitude. Yeah. I think he's he's he an might. attitude problem. I think he's a locker room problem. Yeah, I would agree. He might not be the greatest dude in the locker room, and I think yeah. maybe he needs to be taught some humility 
Um, he, you know, he get. I think it was just because his ego was bumped up so much in Colorado mm-hmm. that that he, you know, he wanted to go on to a different team, and uh, you know, he went to Ottawa just literally just because he thought they were going to win, and then they sucked, and then you know, Columbus was a he didn't much have much say in that, and then now he's at Nashville to where you know it's a solid team, uh, but I don't know if he's the piece. He's never he's never been the piece before. He's been a piece, but he's never been the piece right. uh, to get a winning team. And uh, I don't know. I think some tweaking is still going to have to. I mean, granted, you're not with with the goaltending that you're getting from Rene and Saros right now. I think Nashville's kind of they need to figure it out first. Um, but if they can firm that up, then yeah, maybe they can get back to what they were. Yeah, I think. Yep, yeah, you nailed it on the head. It's sadly it's their goaltending right now. I mean, you know, yeah. It, I haven't watched them too much, but every game I've watched of them, it's either Saros and I know uh, a couple week or two ago they who they play all oh, the Penguins. So one night, fucking, um, I think it was Pekka got fucking pulled because the Penguins just trashed him, and then they go mm-hmm. to Pittsburgh the next night and Saros gets fucking pulled and they put in Pekka. It's just like there's there's an issue there with the tendies and. Uh, you know, maybe maybe Hines can help that, but I don't know. I don't know about that. So let's say he was trying to do his very best with the tendies he had in New Jersey, mm-hmm. but Blackwood's you know poor kid. He's having to start every night, basically you know trial by fire because Schneider was having an, an epic fucking breakdown. So um, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm not I'm not too worried about Nashville. It's definitely not. It's something that needs to be tweaked. I definitely don't think it's like rebuild time in Nashville. It's, mm-hmm. They're far from that. No, but. Uh, but there's there's definitely a problem that needs to be fixed, and hopefully, hopefully for them, Heinz uh, is the way to go. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's move on. Uh, we've got a few uh, you know transactions and shit around the league. Uh, first thing I want to talk about though, something that happened le- literally last night. Uh, it, it's been the big talk of the the Twitterverse. Uh, uh, Brady Kachuk. Wait, not Brady Kachuk. Yeah, is it Brady Kachuk? No, Matthew. Matthew Kachuk. Uh, Matthew Kachuk's hit on Cassian in the uh, Battle of Alberta, Calgary versus Edmonton last night. That game ended uh, 4-3 for the uh, Flames. Um, I'm sure anybody who's watched it, uh, it was uh, Kachuk was going after Cassian all night. There was probably two or three hits before the big one that ended that got uh, Cassian a 2-2. Two two. Uh, but uh, Kachuk throws a, just barrels into Cassian behind the net. Definitely kind of definitely high. Um, and then Cassian, it, wires crossed, you know, eyes go red, uh, just, just stopped caring and literally beat the fuck out of Kachuk as Kachuk turtled on the ice. Um, uh, you could go online and watch that, but, uh, God, everybody's, there's a lot of heated debates right now about what was going on. Um, first started out with just Calgary fans and Edmonton fans blaming the other one. And then now, you know, you've got. You've got personalities uh, getting on there, trying, you know, old school versus new school hockey. You know, it's you know, should Cassian be suspended for literally just beating the fuck out of a guy for a big hit? Uh, <laughs> there's there's a lot of different. What, what do you what do we think on this? <laughs> First of all, Cassian has the best crazy eyes in the fucking league. I swear to God, he does. Jesus, that's a fucking scary dude. What are you doing? I mean, if I saw that guy in the street knuckles all fucking crusted up and like there's just i wouldn't even look his way 
Looks like he's buddy, fucking going to his sh- going to his shift as a bouncer, dude. Like, buddy next to me is like, isn't that Zach Cassian? I'm like, don't fucking look at him and don't say a fucking <laughs> word, dude. That guy just got out of prison. I don't know if it's Zach Cassian or if it's fucking, I don't know who that is, but don't look at him. Uh, so he definitely got the award for the best crazy eyes. Look, uh, there's a build up here. So this is this is something I know I I've as a Ducks fan ranted a while back about. Uh, Capitals running around a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this was a couple couple episodes again, but this is this is hockey. Look, you can't have a guy running around. You know, we like the big hits and we like that kind of shit. But if you're the other team that's getting hit, um, at some point you got to put an end to it. And if you're the guy that's running around making those big hits, making you know, I would I I'll say questionably, uh, you know, questionably dangerous questionably finable questionably suspendable hits right um mm-hmm. i mean i think i think everybody can agree that there's like some sort of a, a, a conversation there right um mm-hmm. if you're that guy making those kind of hits and you know head hunting all game and just being that fucking guy you better be ready to fight okay we don't play in the fucking you know power puff hockey league right now right maybe that's where guys like uh you know to to save him a little bit and we'll talk about him later anyways but gw you know gw fucking oh, wants yeah. this power puff league with you know everybody's got pillows on their fucking arms and they're hitting each other with flowers and shit guess what we don't mm-hmm. fucking we don't live in that league right now so if you're running around with your fucking head down hitting other people with their fucking head down you better expect to get your ass whooped and uh you know, I think I think no matter what side you're on, Kachuk was headhunting all night. Cassian lost his shit, and Kachuk was too much of a pussy to fucking fight him, right? right. I, I mean, it's exactly. I mean, I haven't seen Kachuk's side of things. I don't even know if there is a Kachuk side of things because there's a good chance that Kachuk knows he was being a pussy and got fucking lit up. You know what I mean? So that's that's how I feel on all this shit. Is uh, you know there there is a place for this because. Even in a even in a sport where you can give out a hundred penalties, right? If a ref misses one, and someone doesn't like it, you're, you're prepared to fight, like right? Or it's just or or those kind of penalties are going to happen more. Um, you know, it's a it's a give and take, and I'd I'd rather have this take where you know you own up to that shit instead of turtling and you know your fans being homers more than anybody and saying, hey, you know this is, I don't like this. Our guy was running around headhunting all night, but it's not fair for him to get beat up now. Like, get, get out of here, right? Yeah. No, you know, it's, so. I, I miss the days. Re- remember the days... It, God, this sounds like an old-timer thing, and we're only in our 20s, so it's not like... It's not yeah. like I'm... It, it's not like I'm talking like 1970s where, like, guys would go hound and two-hand people in the head. Like, I'm not... Right. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, in the early 2000s and even in the teens, you know, early teens, uh, suspensions were a rarity. Like, this has only been going on for, like, less than a decade where, like, when you see us, like, remember back in the day, suspensions were, like, like, when there was a suspension announced, you were like, oh, shit, they must have really fucked up. (laughs) Right, like, it was... tune in to every station. Right, like, there was maybe, maybe two or three a year, maybe, maybe even one or two, like, it wasn't... It was a it was an uncommon thing because most most problems on the ice were either solved with penalties on the ice... Mm Mm-hmm. Or, or was the game policed itself? Right, and that's an example of this. Like I, 
Watching the replay, here's how I would have called it. Kachuk gets a two-minute for boarding. Cassian, I just, I, I think Cassian completely got two and a two. He de- because he went after the dude. He started the fight. He's an instigator. I get it. Two and the two is great. I'm glad he didn't get a five because it wasn't five for fighting because the, because Kachuk's a Cause pussy. Because he wasn't fighting. Because <laughs> he wasn't fighting. Um, I, I think so. I think Kachuk should have Kachuk should have gotten a two, and then it should have been a two and a two for the other guy, and then that's it. But because people are claiming that Cassian should get a fucking penalty or a suspension for this. It's ridiculous. Like, this is hockey. How many times have we witnessed somebody get hit in the league, or even when you and I play? If there's a big hit, regardless if it's clean or not, on one of our guys, you go up to that guy who hit him, and you fucking get in his face, or you beat the shit out of him, so he's tempted to not do that again. Yeah. Like, it's it's all a mental space. Like, you go up to... like It's not because... Well, yeah, partially because your wire's crossed and you're just angry, but there's a strategy to it of, like, if... You go up and hit a guy, or say I come up and I hit one of your guys on your team, and you come up to me, or the guy that I just hit comes up and beats the shit out of me, I'm going to think twice about laying that hit again, because I don't want the shit kicked out of me. Right. And that works with everyone in the league, and that's been how it's going, and that's how the game has been policed forever. But the problem is, is you've got too many PC people, and we'll, we'll get, like you said, we'll get into it in a second, that have read the rule book of hockey but have never played the game and they don't understand the, the how hockey and pol- uh, how hockey polices itself and and the, the refs more of they were just there for a supervisory role in major stuff they're not there to determine the outcome of the game right. or god forbid take physicality out of it right so uh, we kind of went on a tirade there uh, outside of outside of the incident but that's kind of i mean that's that everything that happened in that should have been in game retribution and punishment from the refs. I think Chuck should have gotten a penalty for the board. And then I think the call on Cassian was absolutely right. That yep. two and two is just fine. Not yep. a problem at all. And then leave it be. That's yeah. that's hockey. I think that is hockey. I, I completely agree. I think the only thing they missed was there should have been a penalty on Chuck. Yep. Agreed. Right? I think is it boarding or charging or did they move? Is charging now boarding? I that's always been a problem in the league. No, the or that's always been a debated thing, like charging and board. Because technically, charging is three board, steps, right? It's more than three steps. Isn't that correct. What it is? So basically, how I look at it this way is you can you can charge into the boards or out in center ice, whereas mm-hmm. boarding you have to be next to the boards. Huh. Okay. Kind, does that kind of make sense? Yeah. See, that's that's why I I did a I did a, a refing class, but that's probably why I didn't pass. That's how I've always kind of roughly remembered it because that's but that definition is not all encompassing, and I and I I think those are probably one of the two most miscalled penalty. Like they're they're either one of the other, and it's usually called, but I think they're misinterpreted a lot. Yeah, like charging and boarding are usually changed are usually interchangeably. The only the only thing that I thought of. Is that charging is like a little away from the boards, whereas boarding like the guy like the guy is up against the boards and you just yeah. sandwich him essentially. Can I say um, something positive about this whole situation? Go for it. The Battle of Alberta is back. Oh my god, it's so good! This I is love it, it, dude. This it is back. These games have been good. Now we have this. We have this fucking controversy where. You have a guy that everyone in the league fucking hates, 
But then you have a mm-hmm. guy who's just a psycho like fucking Cassian. And then you got a guy like Lucic who, like, if we don't see a Cassian Lucic fight the next time these two play, like, get the fuck out of here. Right? Like, are, this is, we're going to see that, right? I mean, is yeah. everybody going to be tuning? Is this going to be the most watched game in the NHL this next time they God. fucking do it? They should be. That's it could fucking be. hockey, we need, baby. We need rivalries back. We Whoa. need rivalries back. Like, like I'm so shit. glad. In fact, the only the only reason I don't like San Jose being so bad right now is because it's basically killed the Vegas San Jose rivalry. Yeah. Like it's not like when they're both decent and the game is exciting and high tent like high pressure, like it's great. But this year Vegas has like drummed them every like they've lost once of the games and they play each other a lot because they're in the same division. But San Jose is just so bad that it's it's kind of not worth it. Yeah. At least to watch anyway. No, I, I'm. It's it's sad because on the surface the logo and the jersey, I like Calgary more than Edmonton. But that being said, I kind of like the players more a little bit uh, in Edmonton than I do uh, in Calgary. Like I hate the I hate Kachuk. I hate Le- I hate Milan Lukic. Um, whereas whereas in Edmonton, you know, obviously you got to respect Connor McDavid. He's the best player in the league. Um, Leon Drysaddle is right there with him. Yep. Uh, I. I have nothing but respect for uh, James Neal, the real deal, and uh, Kyler Yamamoto. I actually oh. played against him. I I played against Kyler Yamamoto when I was a kid. Glad you uh, brought he, him up. He kicked he kicked the shit out of me, but well, not me specifically. But well, quit his, running his, around, fucking headhunting. Yeah. Well, his brother too, the Yamamoto <laughs> brothers, we called them, and they used to play us uh, semi regularly. And they were just they would just work us. I this remember is losing the ten to one, one though, right? Yes, I believe this is the young, Kyler. Kyler is the younger one, I believe. That's what I thought. Yeah, because I think yeah. the older one went through and didn't get picked up. Everyone thought he was going to, right? Because he was he was killing it in Spokane. But then, I think, yeah, maybe this is the same Yamamoto. No, this is definitely the younger one. Yeah, uh, there's there's definitely two Yamamotos. I remember getting they, they would pass to each other. They were like the fucking Sedines when I was a kid. Yeah, like they're like a little bit special, you know, because they. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? They just, whole... just in, yeah, just enough to to literally know where each other were on the ice at all times. <laughs> Fucking annoyingly good. Yeah. I mean, you know, after watching them, you can you can watch them play the Chiefs. We, we watched them both play for the Chiefs, and they were great. So, yeah. um, yeah, no, and Yamamoto, we can talk about him in fantasy later, but he's gaining relevancy again. He is, uh, along with his uh, line mate, who yes, is owned, but. You know, it, it could could be owned in your league coming to you. Absolutely, yeah. Yama, the only thing that I'd want to see more kind of goes along with Garland is that I just I, I I'm hoping that he gets a little more ice time. Yeah. I understand, but see in Yamamoto's case, I understand. Like he's a young guy, and they're going to limit his ice time, and he doesn't like this is his what second year in the league. Yeah, and they've brought him along slowly. They've really like he wasn't ready at training camp, so they were like, okay, dude, go to the AHL and show us. And he fucking dude. He's right up here, so he's gonna be. He's gonna be. He'll be skating on a line with he's, fuck. If you, I mean, he's with Nuge fuck, right I, now, so he's playing with yeah. Nuge and Hopkins, and those two are fucking bouncing right now. And uh, yeah. he's still playing 16, 15, 16, 17 minutes a night. So I mean, it's not like he's getting absolutely you know shelled like Garland is. Um, he's gonna. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I don't understand Garland. What this is Garland's third year in the league. One, well, second of relevance. I, I don't remember him three years ago. My sister okay. is a huge so. Okay, a little little off topic. My I got my sister a Garland jersey shirt because she's fucking obsessed. 
knows more about the coyotes than I do. We should fucking have her on here. She's that fucking smart about them. And, uh, but she says he's been in the league three years, so I'd have to double check her logic there. But yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he wasn't, I mean, he was just a little fucking B last year. And this year, dude, like, Come on, you got to get him some more ice time, especially when him and Hall are clicking like they have been. You got to be playing that guy at least at least fifteen minutes a night. You can't be playing him eleven minutes. What are you fucking doing? It doesn't it doesn't make. It's, it doesn't I, make I saw in his thing that I saw in one night he was had nine. Yeah, I'm like, that's dude, stupid. that's stupid. nine minutes is like a fourth line guy. Like, doesn't he's your leading scorer? Like, give him some fucking ice time. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I've seen on that is uh, one one beat writer for the Coyotes basically said, well, they did this with Keller last year because they're slider guys, they're smaller guys. So that I doesn't I, I get that, that. like me want to rest if he him, was, but come on if he was injury prone I would understand that but he's not true. yeah yeah true well, he's not like the, right I don't I don't think up? Keller's really been I don't think even you know knock on wood because I got him in both my leagues but you know I don't think he's had any injuries yet so uh-uh. maybe that's why is because they drop him to the fourth line every other fucking eighty two games right exactly. Um, okay, so uh, the Kachuk, uh, we did miss a little bit. We did talk about right before the Winter Classic. Uh, the Winter Classic wrapped up. God, that was a shit show of a game. Uh, you could tell ice conditions weren't really great. Um, but, but I love it was, that, dude. Sloppy hockey. Are you kidding me? Oh, it was fun. It was fun. Um, <laughs> fun and I love I love Nashville. I, I'm fairly certain that that was probably the the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, Nashville was up, you know, pretty handedly two to nothing going into the third, and then they just fucking stopped playing hockey um but uh, the big thing that was semi-controversial and yet not surprising if you followed the career of cory perry uh cory perry was kicked out in the first what eight minutes i that sounds too high like that sounds too generous <laughs> like no joke pretty sure it was shorter than that dude okay uh anyway he was kicked out early in the first period uh for elbowing a dude in the face um i mean we, we we posted a, a good tweet out there because um, he doesn't somebody somebody tried to stick it for Corey Perry. Oh, he doesn't try to hurt anybody. It's like, dude, have you watched Corey Perry before? Like, <laughs> this is just what that's that's like. He's right up there with Lukic in a sense, uh, except he at one time he he could actually score goals, whereas Lukic was kind of more of a Thomas Holmstrom type. But um, he's, no, I, he's I, I mean more of a Marshand. That's a good point. Yeah, but um, or was right. He's not anymore. He's nothing anymore. I'll, so I'll I'll let you take I'll let you take the Perry analysis on this one. I don't I because there's not much to it. I think that you know while I think Perry was trying to lay a little body on the guy, he was a step or two behind the play and needed to catch up. And I think he was th- he was thinking maybe he could get away with you know accidentally like oh I was just skating real hard and my elbow was out and I accidentally clipped him. <laughs> but everybody knows that that's Corey Perry, and he's not going to get away with that. Nah. Ah, uh, yeah. So I and and okay. Can I, I'm gonna set. I'll set the field here. Go for um, it. I have a Perry jersey. I love Perry. I'll, I defended him until the fucking day I died when he was on the Ducks. Um, <laughs> he. I mean, as a Ducks fan, you you had to love him. I mean, as as you know, any other team. Oh, that was a nasty goal. Uh, Jesus. Good luck, Detroit. They're not coming back from that one. Holy fuck. <laughs> Christ's sake. Is that Bogosian? Jesus. Are yeah. you saying, are you saying that the Red Wings are losing right now? What? Oh, Red Wings, Red Wings are out shooting them and getting dusted 4-1. Um, 
It was like three nothing. They, they, it was like a shorthanded just goal. An entire team. Zach Bogosian. I don't think yeah, you understand well, the fucking bend on this guy's skates right here. <laughs> you you do realize that uh, uh, Tuka Rask has more goals than Justin Abelkader. Goof. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh no no Pekarene. Yeah Pekarene yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. You said Tuka Rask, dude. Oh, did I? No, but yeah, Pekka Renee. Well, I mean, Tuka Rask might have more points. Tuka Rask might have more points than Justin Abelkader. Which, that, we'll get to that in a second, but let's talk about the Perry Hit. Let's, let's not digress okay. that far. Go for uh, it. Yeah, this is just what he does, dude. This is, it's just such a, it's just a little, like, it, it, it almost looks harmless until you really, like, look. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. This is such a tough one. This is just what he does. He's just so, like, he's so on the line with all of the shit that he does where, like, if if you're not on the team that he's on, you fucking hate it and you're going to battle that it was a, you know, suspendable, kick him out of the fucking league, you know. Um, you're going to look at it like that, whereas, you know, if you're a Stars fan right now, you're probably going, ah, you know, he's bracing for this hit, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, it's it's just such a tricky one like that. So because he's got past history, four games I think is enough. Um, I, I, I wouldn't actually go any lower than this just because he has that past history. I mean, it's Corey Perry. Come on, dude. He's going to get, it's but, Corey and, Perry. and can I tell you something? He fucking did this on purpose. You know why? He wanted to get, it was three minutes into the fucking game, dude. Yeah. Three, not, not even three minutes. It was seventeen nineteen when he fucking made this hit. That's hilarious. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, everybody focused and everybody focused on the walk of shame because he literally had to walk like i think it was like over a mile from the rink to the locker room dude that's awesome uh i honestly i think he did this because he didn't want to have to play in in slow motion it looks bad in 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 slow motion it looks bad in like regular time it looks like just a bang bang play so Mm -hmm. i mean uh, anyways, I think he honestly did this because he wasn't doing shit in Dallas and didn't want to go back to Anaheim and, you know, prove prove that everybody was right. That name is yeah. Wellesley Pot Pie on Reddit, and nobody agreed with me, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Happens from time to time. Ugh. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't think there's much to say. I mean, it's it's Corey Perry being Corey Perry. I can tell um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, let's go to let's go to uh, a development that uh, actually might. I don't. I mean, it's not going to save the Montreal Canadiens season, but uh, might actually help short term and maybe even give him some relevancy again. Uh, Ilya Kovalchuk signed a very short term deal with the uh, Montreal Canadiens, and uh, he's actually he's actually done some stuff. Yep. Uh, scored a game winner goal actually uh, here. Uh, I think it was last night. Yeah, last night. Lo- yeah, it was last night because they played Ottawa. Um, <laughs> that just made it sound like it was the easiest goal ever. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, this is this is an okay signing for them. So they they got him at the league minimum. Um, so I mean, it's not hey, like a win's a win when you're on like an eight game losing streak. Oh god, yeah, they were they were bad. They're just uh, that squad. Like look, maybe we haven't talked about Montreal in a while, and they're because they're not. They're boring. Like they're not. 
they are boring. They're they're not as boring as Minnesota because Minnesota is literally like a 500 team. Sometimes they're 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 worse than that, but they're not the worst in the league like Detroit. So we kind of just they kind of fly under the radar. Um, yeah, middle of the pack just, teams. That's why we did a whole episode on middle of the pack teams, but I don't think they quite quite hit it. No, because they're, they're they're like middle to low. Like yeah. they're not even like the middle of the pack. They're just like they're just like D's. They're like a D level team. Yeah, Ooh, Pittsburgh, I mean, Pittsburgh just scored. Ah, Dickens, who was it? Uh, I'll take a look here. It was a power play goal. Is Jari in that? Jari is in net. It's uh, some guy that I don't recognize. He's got an A on his chest, but I don't know who the fuck that is. I don't know. I should know. Ruedel? It sounds right. Oh, oh wait. That was 72. Hornquist, okay. Oh, Hornquist, all right. Yeah, um, that was Hornquist. Yeah, no, this I, I actually like this signing, so let me tell you, when Gallagher and Druin come back, so this is this is the big thing that everybody's been talking about, right? Oh, Kovalchuk's mm-hmm. been doing good, he's a 36-year-old guy. Um, but as soon as these two come back, he's going to fall into a third or fourth line role. No, he's not. Right. The no. only thing, like, what, you know, what Montreal needed, so I know, yes, Carey Price hasn't been the best, their defense isn't great, but you gotta get some offense if you know if you're gonna if you're gonna basically scare teams enough to where you can play some good D, right? It's always it, it, you know, offense makes good defense and and vice versa, right? So, do you think it's finally time to trade Carey Price? I, this comes up every year when that when Mon, when Montreal's in this spot and everybody's like, this is the year to do it. But or do you think they just do you think they just sit on him like New York will with Lundqvist forever and he'll just retire as? A Canadian, or do you think they finally pull the trigger and trade him? Because, I mean, it, the years of his relevancy are dwindling. I don't even think it's Carey Price's fault. It's, it's not. It's Mark. It's not his Bergevin. fault. I my I think the thing with it is, I think you got to try to get rid of Bergevin first, and see if that helps. Because look, Carey Price is he's not the goalie that NHL fucking seventeen told us that he was, right? like a 99 like overall a like 99.9 and he can save anything i come down it's an empty net he comes off the bench and fucking dives <laughs> and saves it like he's not that fucking goalie okay but like no you know like, but he is good but he is good i mean this is a good goalie and like look your gm has just given away guys and just hasn't really drafted all that well and um you know so i think i think you need to try that first Right. I mean, you know, look, sure. look, I mean, you know, we're in a world where like analytics and shit like this, like, you know, you get a you get a GM in there that knows analytics and I, anything like that. You know, like, God, just try something. Dude. Like, you know, hindsight's Heights, always twenty twenty, And I think it, 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 the one of the funnest things to do in the NHL is to look back on old trades and like judge how things went and who won things. And I think at this point, I don't think anyone won the P.K. Subban Weber trade. No. Like, at, at, at first, everybody's like, oh, yeah, uh, Nashville won that hands down. Yeah. Now we're looking at it now, and it's like, okay, who really won this? Like, right. you could you could maybe make a case for Montreal, considering that he's still playing with them, but I, he Weber hasn't brought Montreal to playoff relevancy. And he's hurt all P.K. P.K. got him close, and I don't know if it was due to P.K. Like, he helped, but... Now he doesn't even play for the team anymore. So I it's I think nobody really won that trade anymore. Like it wasn't it didn't help either one of them get closer to the goal. It, I mean, 
ultimately Nashville got the closest, but they they still couldn't close it. Yeah, I I think what Bergevin's Bergevin's issue is he's not willing to fucking go for it, dude. No, and that's he's not the, Keko, he's not he's not Columbus's Kekalainen where he's willing to just fucking balls out to it. Just go for it, and I think the reason shoot Columbus your shot, is, bro. Like Columbus is doing okay this year because look, they lost fucking everybody. But do you know how strong that fucking team bonding is right now? Yeah, because their GM is ballsy enough to fucking go for it last year, like. You just you believe in your GM. The anybody in Columbus believes in that GM, and if they don't, they don't know hockey. They're fucking Ohio State fans, and and you've got a and you've got a motivated fan base for the first time ever. Exactly. So like, yeah, I think I think that's Montreal's issue, and I'd love to see them bring in some new blood like that. Um, I also think um, who's their fucking coach? It's not Claude Julien, still, is it? I don't think so. I could be wrong though. I doubt it. Let me see. It was it was just him forever. Fuck. Arizona's got to stay at the box. Jesus Christ. They need some. It's fucking Claude Julian still. Um, that's that's <laughs> well, maybe there's a problem. There's a problem right there. I think they ditch both of those guys. I, well, yeah, I want to see where they're at at the trade deadline. You know, um, because who's, who's you know I think who's the guy that who's the guy that looks like a walrus that used to coach for Ottawa. Oh, uh, McLean. Yeah. Uh, what are he's doing nowadays? I think he's with the Ducks, actually. Last I looked, he's oh, really? the Ducks. Oh, really? Paul McLean? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah, he looked like a walrus. He had the Fu Manchu going on. Can't remember. Anyway. Currently an assistant coach with the Columbus Blue Jackets. That fucking There you go. Okay, he's shit. fucking with torts. He's That's with torts. Good. Um so let's jump over to the Columbus Blue Jackets. We had him on our roster here. Right. Um lots 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 to get into this team. Um so first off, you wanted to talk about Torts' epic blow up. Yeah. Cause it's that led fucking... that led to everything else. So like Elvis is in, Corpusolo's injured, but you, you get into the initial thing that started it. Uh, so Torts got pissed that um it was it was towards the end of the game. I don't even remember who they were fucking playing. Um, let me see. Chicago. They were playing Chicago, and it was the end of the game. Um, I think I want to say it was in OT or it was to go to OT, uh, something like that. But anyways, there was there was a certain amount of time left, and and basically what happened was they let they let two seconds or something like that run off the clock, right? So instead mm-hmm. of putting it back on, I mean, it even got brought up by the Columbus staff, like, you know, Tortorella and his buddy who watches movies all day on the bench. Mm-hmm. We're like, look, this is, you know, we're owed two seconds here. You guys blew the whistle here, and here's where they stopped the clock, right? Um, mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is they, they blow a no, they call it a no goal, and so Columbus does score, and they call it a no goal because time had expired, right? And if you would have, mm-hmm. if you, if they would have, been provided that extra two seconds, whatever it was, it would have been a goal, right? Right. And so Torts just fucking lit him up. Like, post-game was just fucking livid, doing what Torts does, you know? He's fresh Vintage off a Torts. loss. Vintage Torts. I mean, they, they basically were like, okay, how pissed is John right now? Perfect. Let's get him into the fucking room. Uh, <laughs> how many fucks have, has John said in the last fucking ten minutes? Oh, 82 perfect 
Let's get him in you here. Know, and you see what know, happens. you know, the gimp was taking a beating that night. <sighs> you, yeah. There's definitely, you know, I actually, I think so. I, I, you know, I'd have to go back and listen to that episode, but um, I think both him and his wife take turns being the gimp. Being the gimp, I really do. Okay, you know? it's just, uh, and I think that. Night so if it was his course. turn, he was going to take a beating that night. Oh, and he was extra pissed. <laughs> 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 he actually, he hates the gimp suit. But oh, it's so fuck. he was he was not happy to go home, um, and the refs didn't do him any justice. And and look, he had a point, right? If if you can clearly show through video that you need two seconds, right? Like with under thirty minutes or under thirty seconds left in the game, that m- does mean something, right? And it yep, clearly yep. meant something here. Uh, but he just fucking went off. And this who's this Christopher Powers from fucking golf digest of all of all places called it lambasting the refs and i think that's fucking hilarious but that's uh, that's a good he let them have it so um that so that 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 transitions perfectly in because not only did they lose that game because of that but they also lost Jonas corpusalo who is having a pretty decent season um he was playing pretty solid hockey for uh for columbus lately uh enter enter elvis merzlikens I know, and I gave this guy so much shit at the beginning of the year too. <laughs> I did, and I be, well because it, he just wasn't known, and and there was there was analysts talking like he was the next fucking Broder, you know, like yeah, they were the they were saying that like, they were saying that on. Elvis, they were saying that Elvis was the best goalie outside of the uh, best goalie in the world, not playing in the NHL before he was drafted to oh. or f- before Columbus picked him up. Oh shit! Who's forty uh, something on the fucking Red Wings? He just got fucking smoked, dude. Forty something? I don't know. Oh, Christ! That's I could tell you names and numbers. Yeah, I missed. I missed the name on the back. Anyways, continue. Um. Yeah. What was I saying? Uh, uh, so Elvis. Elvis. Yeah, Elvis. Uh, Elvis in comes in and he's been playing. Uh, so he. His overall record right now looks bad because his first starts in the year he was like oh four and one. Yeah, he's so he was smoked. he was not he was not doing well. Now that he's come in, I believe he's four five and one now. So uh, he's been playing great hockey. He just got his first shutout, um, and he's he's been doing really well. In fact, I mean, since he came in, I believe they're four and one, uh, which is pretty fucking good, mm-hmm. uh, or four and two maybe. I could be wrong. But uh, something along those lines. Did he and, play against uh, Vegas last night? He did play against Vegas last night and, and got his first career shutout. Yeah, shutout. that's a fucking sweet game, dude. That's that's a good that's a good team to get oh, your first shutout from because that's Vegas 41, is forty one, dude. That's who it is. Oh, he went face Great. first into that boards. Holy dicks. Oof, that's no good. Sorry. Um. Go no, you're all good. Uh. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. So Elvis comes in, but so yeah. what happened was uh, in the Twitter universe. Uh, our old buddy Greg Wyshynski, uh right when, right, yeah, it's this is the time we bring him up. Uh, <laughs> our old buddy Greg Wyshynski sent out this awesome tweet uh, when Elvis first came in, uh, saying a prediction. Uh, his prediction was that uh, here I'll read it just so we don't fuck it up. Um, let's see here, old Greg Wyshynski, Greg dude, old Greg, Greg uh, getting death threats yet. No, he hasn't, but uh, he's not. He's certainly not a fan of Columbus, or, or or rather, Columbus fans aren't a fan of him. That's fair. Yeah. Um. So what happened was is when uh, 
Great. So it was it was a little while ago when uh, Elvis he says prediction. Elvis goes oh five and one and still blames the media. Jesus. He said that after Elvis had his first interview after Corpusello went down. So he says that, and then last night after the shutout, the Columbus Blue Jackets official Twitter account retweets that tweet and says, "Yikes." <laughs> So basically just just roasting him, saying, like, go fuck yourself. Um, uh, essentially, so he says that, and then everybody just starts roasting him. And he tries to double down on it and say, it's like, oh, it was taken out of context. Or, you know, it was more of a tongue-in-cheek thing. Like, And everybody's just like, take the L, Greg. Like, you lost. Like, it's it's pretty fuck. It's, it's hilarious. How do you um, even take that out of context? He, he oh, said exactly oh, cause he was trying what to... he meant. Yeah, There's he no was context. trying to say, oh, it was. Yeah, he was trying to say like, oh, it was a, it was. Uh, let me let me scroll down a little more because he tried to he tried to like explain it away later on, and he just didn't. Um, seriously, yeah. So he was talking shit like seriously, the most lovable team in the NHL. Um, oh yeah, okay. So uh, one once more with feeling, it was a snide comment about how players deal with the media. But congrats to the Jackets for playing so well in front of him. So wow. I don't. So he can't I don't know even where, fucking say that it was. He won't even own up to it. Wow. No, he can't even own up to it. Was a snide he comment about how players deal with the media. Dude. Which I mean, even if it, even okay, let's say let's take him on his word, and he's not just trying to cover up his horrible take. Um, how about you quit whining about if players don't like talking to the media or not? Like, huh. how many times have we watched? How many times have we watched an interview with a hockey player and we're like, dude, why do people interview hockey players? like stop like they're they're not going to like it's literally the same thing over and over and over just put into different words like um like if you're losing if you're losing it's like yeah we gotta we gotta buckle down we gotta play harder out there uh both ends of the ice um you know we just gotta we gotta battle through adversity uh the other team is they're playing really well right now it's it's literally this like i can recite it by memory almost of the the copy and paste shit that players say to the media and only because they're trying to be nice dude on, so from from a from an ex-player who has been interviewed by the media on multiple occasions you're just saying what the coach told you right right i mean you didn't watch the whole game you're on the bench fucking sucking wind in between shifts and then you finally get up because you're next and it's like well second line had a pretty good game and we need to you're just saying what either the coach said or the second line didn't do, right? Or right? or 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 the copy, right? Or the copy and paste fucking, you know, like if you're winning, it's yeah, we've been uh, the other team's playing really well, but we got to win those puck battles and we got to we got to dig deep and and uh, play hard. Yeah, and it's just it's it's literally the same shit every time. So I don't understand why Greg thinks he's like the ha- the higher than thou uh, media. By the way, he's a fucking writer for ESPN, the biggest joke in hockey coverage in the world. Hey, they're coming back a little bit with hockey. How? Because they have Barry Melrose on every five minutes that, that has 30 seconds of airtime? Because they play two to three games on ESPN Plus a night for hockey. Ugh, that's ESPN Plus. You have to pay extra for that shit. I do because I like Disney movies. That's great. Okay, I'm just going to continue getting them off of Reddit because it's free and no one can uh, no one can agree on how to actually give bring us... Uh, live hockey games i know 
So I'm sorry. It, it, it this this could go into a tirade about. I, I was really prepared for it. Like Greg, Greg is one of these guys. Like he never played hockey, and 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 I don't want to. Sp- sp- uh, we have been bashing on him, but there's a lot of guys like this. Lots of hockey media, lots of sports media that like they went to school for journalism and they're fans of the game, but they never played it. Yeah. Like you can read the rule book of hockey all you want, but that doesn't make you a professional in knowing this game. Like you haven't been in a locker room. You don't understand the, the complexities of a locker room and the players and like the system that works with it. You know, you've got guys that are still people that call themselves hockey fans and then get angry that they're still fighting in the game. Like if you don't understand why fighting is in the game, then you're not a hockey fan because you don't understand the game. So let me, let me say this. You have to have played the rule book. Yeah. Right? You can read it, but you have to have played the rule book to understand the actual fucking game. Right. And I don't think, you know, it's not even on Greg. I think this is, this is a bigger problem in general. Um, it is, but you know, maybe maybe what we do is, uh, you know, how polished is your resume? Maybe we send it to ESPN and just see, you know, maybe maybe they want to have a, a a talk show. You know, we could easily we. I mean, so and he actually took shit on this because somebody was like, "Hey, you know, get me a job at ESPN because Greg has <laughs> it." And look, I don't. I'm not bashing Greg's writing ability. He's a he's a fine journalist. Like he's he can put coherent sentences together. That's not the problem here. Yeah, he his knows, problem like, is periods and commas and shit. Right. His problem is his gross misunderstanding of the game. And yeah. he doesn't it's because he didn't play it and he doesn't understand the culture. He read the rule book and then gets angry when people don't follow what's in the rule book because and let's be real here. Hockey has always been a game of, you know, loose interpretation of the rules. Always has been. Yeah, makes it more fun. And that's just been the game. Like you can never, if you want, if you want robots, and it's the same reason why you know, like people talk in baseball. Well, baseball is so you know mechanical at this point. Why have umps that allow for human error? Why call just replace them it with <laughs> imps? imps? Could be imps. imps? Yep. <laughs> um. But no, so going back to the original thing, like he, he's just taking shit for it. He said 05 and 1, and that was, you know, that was a bold prediction. And he could have easily played it off as like, you know what, I got this one wrong. Yeah. Congrats to the Blue Jackets or whatnot. But he's not. And this guy has always bashed the Columbus Blue Jackets. This, like, this is a guy who complains about covering Blue Jackets games because the cannon is too loud. What a fucking. He's. Is he. <laughs> Jesus. He's complained. He's like, "Oh, all the media that they're, they're situated right next to the cannon. We just hate covering games here because the cannon's too loud." And it's like, "Dude, you need to grow a dick." Let's start a GoFundMe for Greg Wachinski to get a pair of fucking earmuffs. <laughs> Hashtag muffs for Greg. <laughs> muffs for Greg. I love it. It's uh, he's it, the only That's reason cool. that the only thing that I'm. The only thing I'm going to say is that he's not the. Sadly enough, he's not the worst one on his on his podcast. He's got a co-host that is the the absolute worst. He because I can't remember his fucking. I think it's Ryan Lambert or something. And he's fucking said that in 20 years we're going to look back and wonder why the fuck there was still fighting in hockey. Like oh like how people God look sake. back. Right, like, so he he used the example of like you know how you look back 30, 40 years and said like I can't believe that people still didn't wear helmets playing in the 70s. That's going to be like that, but we're fighting in 20 years. And That's I'm like, the dude, you. opposite. Right. And it's like, dude, you have no idea. You have <laughs> absolutely no idea how hockey works. Like, you Jesus. need to go cover baseball because you just don't get hockey. He needs to go 
cover fucking pillow fighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, pillow... Uh, Pillow pressing against the other one with a force. Yeah. Don't. Man, this is a good example of. This is a good example of how it, you you remember somebody when you're angry with them because there is a third co-host on that show and I and I like him so uh, I can't remember his name but well, let's get him on here. But what's that? Let's get him on here. You know, fucking we should him because the other two. He's good. Dude. He's he's the can he. He's the Canadian of the show, and he's a bit older. Mm. Um, so, like when when Greg and and Ryan like they start fucking trading barbs about talking about why Star Wars: The Last Jedi was great. Um, he's like, he just sits there real quietly. He's like, dude, can we talk about hockey, please? It's <laughs> <laughs> the most recent one because I did like that Star Wars. I know it's not a huge success, but I did like that one. That one wasn't bad. I uh, can't. I couldn't stand it. Okay. The last, the, the not the last movie that came out, the last Jedi, like mm, episode. Yeah, last Jedi episode. is meh, but the last movie that came out was okay. I didn't mind it. It was okay. It wasn't bad. I, I mean, it the bar the was two in that series. Right, the bar was set pretty low for the last for Jedi because of the last Jedi, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Um. In any case, okay. So, uh, what 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 time would we have right now? We're we're at an hour, so let's yeah. we should probably we should probably move in on uh what we've got uh. Right now we've got uh, Pittsburgh's playing, and I want to kind of talk about that because uh, Pittsburgh's dealing with a lot of injuries. So is Columbus. That's two uh, two over good. there in Pitt, though. What's that? That's a good game, two two. Fuck. Yeah, that's a great game. It sucks that I'm um, in fucking Phoenix. I can't even watch this goddamn game. Fuck, that's rough. Um, ooh, is that a penalty on Rust? Oh yeah, that's I'm a, watching yeah, Buffalo. Fucking Buffalo of all teams. Shit, the yeah, well, shit on the fucking Red Wings right now. What the fuck is going on? It's not. It's not necessary. Red Wing, hey, Red Wings are trying to get Lafreniere, all They're right? They're trying their hardest. Well, the Ducks are trying to compete with them for the first fucking pick, I think. That's no, not going to happen. We we if 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 we don't get Lafreniere, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> are you going to move teams? Like it would the whole the whole world the whole No, I won't move teams. I'm just going <laughs> to protest that like we we should do, The Red Wings have 11 Default. wins. Like give us Lafreniere. Like we're, we're the worst. <laughs> Okay. So, so can I have the unpopular opinion here? Go for it. I watched some highlights of him. I'm not uh, in this draft. Maybe I don't know if he's. I, I don't know. I didn't. I, I wasn't overly impressed. And maybe it's because I went into it like, look, this is the new Connor David because not Connor McDavid because everybody's been fucking on his dick, suckling the teat, right? I, right. I don't know. Watching highlights, I, I mean, I, he, he does seem like a first-line player. I don't know if he's franchised like everybody's talking about. I mean, and I could eat these words and, look, I'm I'm no Greg Wyshynski. I'll fucking suck it up in six years when he's, you know, ripping the league apart. But, I right. I mean, I his skating ability, no, is I think, he... is a little clunky. Um, no, he's not Connor McDavid. I mean, it's in it, it, it. We do this every year. Like, there some draft years are better than others. Yeah. Like, last year... Last year, you could argue was not a good year. Like, look at the top, the top draft picks. They're oh, not. I, I mean, argue yeah, are the they... opposite. I think last year was a great year, dude. Uh, Kako's not doing anything in his first year. Yeah, but and, you can't look at the top two. Uh, you can't look at the top two who are instantly thrown into the NHL and say this draft year was garbage. I mean, the Kings, I would, Kings I would argue Kaliev. Kurt... They drafted Turcott. Those are two good players. Um, yeah, and Ducks, they could do Zegers something. Had but a good year, um, you know. There, I mean, there's they, that that draft did have. Uh, who's the guy from? Montreal? Oh, Kirby Doc. Kirby Doc's having a great year. 
Kirby Doc's with Chicago. A great year. Um, who's? It's yeah. a it's a solid year. It's not. But I'm not. My point it's is, is not like the best ever. Yeah, you, it's not. It's not the best ever, and you don't have like a star. Like right. you don't have. You didn't pull a Connor McDavid or a Sidney Crosby out of that that group. Like even the top. Who was the top guy that went? Uh, it was Hughes. Hughes. So Hughes and Kako. So, those guys will Hughes be will, though. I mean, that's Hughes will develop. Yeah, Hughes will develop. He'll become a. He'll become a. He will be a first line player, and he will mm. probably lead the. He will be the face of the franchise for New Jersey for a while. But he's not Connor McDavid, and he's not Austin Matthews. But is it? I fair would argue. For, is it fair for us to compare? Well, yeah, it is because they're one. Well, and look at. I was going to say, like, look at yeah. look at that year. Like Austin Matthews and Patrick Line went one and two. If if Line didn't grow a neck beard, he would probably be just as good. Yeah, it's weighing um, him down. Yeah, unfortunately, he decided to go with the neck beard, and uh, it's it's basically the reason why Winnipeg's not doing well. Um, I, it, it, but I mean, that's yeah. but when you've got when you've got a year of Austin Matthews and Line A going one two, and then both of them just blow it up their first year. Same with McDavid. I mean, that's I understand those are high bars to beat, but yeah, when you've got last, like I said, last year was a solid year. It wasn't like you didn't have stars that will immediately make impacts in the league. Whereas, like, if Lafreniere... Wi- sorry. When Lafreniere goes to the Red Wings, because <laughs> that team is... Because that team is so shallow, he will immediately make an impact. Yeah. Like, I, d- I doubt that that kid sees more than a year's time in the AHL. And that will just be because that's how the Red Wings work. Uh, it doesn't matter if you are the first overall pick and you're leading the league... The Red Wings like to to soak their guys in the AHL for a second. Um, I while think, it is annoying, while it's annoying, I understand why they do it. I think if the Red Wings do that, though, they're going to have a fucking issue on their hands. Because, look, th- this team, has, like you said, has 11 wins right now. They're getting dusted by Buffalo right now. I mean, this is, you know, future or, uh, you know, in the past for people listening now. But, sure. look, I... <sighs> Yes, I. I mean, I. I see him more as a first line guy. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a superstar. Um, no, and I he's, could eat- he's gonna be. He's gonna be a little better than Dylan Larkin. Yeah. Okay. I like. I actually. I. He's gonna. He's gonna be a. But. But think about that for a second. We've got. Th- think of that's, a power I play. Mean, that's still with, ninety points a year. I mean, that's yeah. You know. Think of. We've got. Think of that right now. In the future. A first-line power play in the Red Wings will be Dylan Larkin, Alex Lafreniere, Anthony Mantha, Moritz Sider, and Hironic. Yep. Like, that is a fucking scary line. Yeah. That is a scary fucking power play. And that's not even counting Tyler Bertuzzi, who's having a killer fucking year. He's going to be the next Thomas Holmstrom of that team. He's been one of their best players, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, Mantha's he is, been he's hurt the, a little bit, but I was way off. Side. Mantha's been hurt, but he's been the best overall player. Um, you've still, and then, uh, and I didn't even mention uh, Zadina. Zadina's had a, ever since he's been called up this last time. He he's he's been good, man. Mm-hmm. He has been good. Yeah, you can um, shift some players around. So, but could you uh, not I mean, to mention you, as a as a Red Wings fan, you you mm-hmm. take Lafreniere first overall. Yep. Why do you? I mean, I, I get it. I mean, you know, old school thought. Right, you want to you want to let them marinate down in the AHL a little bit, but mm-hmm. can you do that? Give it's going to depend guy some on time in the NHL. I really do think you know as much as I think he's a clunky skater. I think he's a very selfish player. 
Um, yeah. You know, and those are those are my only two knocks against him. I mean, he's got the skill. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as much as I think those two things, he's he's a plug and play. I mean, he really is. You know, um, and I don't. He's think gonna he... he's gonna have to learn it. He's gonna have to learn a two way game, and he's gonna have to learn to be a little less selfish. Yeah. But I I think once he gets to the Red Wings, he's gonna do just fine. Yeah. And I, it, uh, but I think I think that's got to be the first year, though, right? People, fans are gonna want to see that. I mean, they've they've you know as right. as many years as the Red Wings had great years, and you know nobody nobody can look at the Red Wings and go, oh feel bad for you guys no you guys did what 20 what 20 what was it 26 years right. in the playoffs or something fucking ridiculous yep yeah so i mean you can't no it's it was bound at, to happen at the red wings fans it was just bound to happen but you know at yeah. some point you know what we're, we're going on three years with red wings not making the playoffs so i mean you gotta you gotta give them you gotta give them what they want you know you gotta give them a little bit of what they want mm-hmm. exactly give yeah. them the spice no, that's no, you're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. Yeah. Um, so okay, let's let's move on to uh, fantasy and bets real quick. Okay. Um, fantasy, we kind of already g- gave some. Uh, I would I would keep an eye on right now. Uh, Garland, he might be getting some ice time again with how well he's been playing. Um, another guy that I've had on my uh, on my watch list here for a little bit. Uh, let me pull up my watch list actually. Um, oh, uh, actually, let me go to my roster. Um, guy that needs to be in your lineup right now. Um. Uh, he's he's rostered in seventy five percent, but he he's been on and off of our uh, wire. But if you if he's still there, Nico Hersher needs to be picked up. Yep. Um, after Taylor Hall's been gone, the guy's been killing it. Um, another guy that so here's here's a speculative speculative one. Uh, Noel Noel no is it Noel Achari? Noel Achari, yeah. Noel Achari, yeah. Um, this guy not necessarily known as a goal scorer but he's a hot streak this is a this would be a short-term pickup there's no way that he can keep this going forever but holy shit um he's got 17 goals right now like good for him because they're, they're so they're running three lines down in florida i mean this is what quinville does quinville is an old school coach i chicago god bless you but you know, this, this it was a mistake getting rid of him. I already, Jesus. Uh, no, that was a that was really fuck. bad on his part. I don't understand Christ. where they were coming from on that. But anyways, I mean, he's he's rolling three to four lines a night. I mean, he's just you know he's looking for offense. He's fucking looking for goaltending for God's sake. But um, yep. You know, I look Noel Chari's not a bad pickup. I don't mind that one at all. That's uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's great. I mean, that's that's a high octane offense right there i mean you have uh huberto is one of the most underrated players in the league right now and barkov's not not almost every year gets the underrated you know thing with blake wheeler right so this is i mean you know you you throw anybody in there if mike hoffman's down you know those kind of guys i mean this is a guy that you need to keep an eye on at least or he's he's going to be putting up points against you right right no i agree um Oh, everybody's going to realize that my recording volume was really low this entire time. That's okay. No worries. Well, yeah, especially because I've been yelling. The that whole makes time. that'll just even it out. That'll um, just even it out. All right. Yeah, I, I bets got a couple, real quick though. here. I've I've been uh, I've been scouring a little bit. I I have some guys coming off IR here soon. Crosby's due any day. Um, Mantha, I'm just mm-hmm. hoping. I'm hoping, you know, he's he's got the fucking blood of Superman in him and he gets going here pretty quick. 
But uh, I know, but they're not going to rush him back. They won't. It, it, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him for the rest of the year. Right? I mean, like, yes, mm-hmm. he'll be he'll be back before that. But like, look, this is their future. They're not going to fucking they're not going to bust anything this year. You know, like, yes, he'll be back. But you know, just that mindset of well, you know, he's not a hundred percent. Why even play him? Right? Like, let him rest for six months. Right? You know, yep. like, what's the point? Um, yep. So you know, I'm, I've kind of yep. prepared for that a little bit, but I got some guys, you know, to kind of keep an eye on. Um, not any, not really anybody in our league that I'm like, holy fuck, you need to jump on him now. Uh, Duchesne was there right. for a little Just bit. Keep an eye on. Yeah, I think du- Duchesne was there for a little bit. That was a guy to kind of you know really jump on. I almost did myself. Um, like you said, Nico Heischer. Nico Heischer shouldn't have gone that long on our wire. Um, you know, I just no. I, me personally, I didn't have a center slot, and so I. I wasn't pulling the trigger on him, but yeah, I'm surprised he even sat there that long. Um, I'm I'm fighting injuries, and that's why I was able to get. Otherwise, did no, you get that's, him? I, I didn't have. I did, but nice. I don't have. I didn't have a center. I I like I said, I didn't have a center slot. But um, right now, Dylan Strom's day to day, and Logan Couture's out, so yep. those are both centers. So I I could afford to pick him up right now. Um, in fact, fuck, I got injury problems. Jonas Corposalo's out. John Klingberg's on IR again. Dylan Strom's day to day. Logan Couture's out. Uh, oh it's, no! It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not the best. Anyway, continue. Um, so really, there's only really two or three guys that I'm looking at from a forward standpoint. Uh, Palat's back. He just got back in tonight. Um, he's playing top six. I mean, it's just you never know with Tampa. They're on a ten game win streak or something stupid. Um, so right. I mean, that's that's never a bad pickup. Thirty six percent in our league. Um, I'll talk about Jared McCann and, and, uh, Cahoon a little bit. Both of those guys. That's a solid name. That's a good name to bring up. What's that? McCann. That's a good name to bring up McCann. Yeah. Yeah. McCann, McCann, that's a solid, keep an eye on him. Um, same thing with Dominic Cahoon, both those guys. I mean, once Crosby's back, those, those could easily be his line mates, right? Cahoon and McCann could easily be his line mates. Uh, you know, so th- those are two guys to keep an eye on. The guy that I really like, and I talked about him at the beginning of the season, uh, Dominic Kubalik. So he, for Chicago, he's a left winger right now. He's killing it right now. And he is, he's making a push. Um, look, Kale McCarr is probably, and in, in, at this point, probably should win the Calder. But uh, Kubalik's making a late push. I mean, he's making a mid-season push right now, so... Uh, it's a guy, I think he has, he has like, fucking, he got five goals in his last four games or something stupid. And on top something of that, like he's that. got, like, yeah, I mean, he's just in his last, what's this, three, six, nine, twelve games, he has, like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, he's got over, over a point per game in those games, so, yeah, it's definitely a guy to keep an eye on. He's, he's not getting that much time. Which is what we talked about a little bit with uh, Kaylor Yamamoto. It's been a problem but, with a few players, yeah. You know, but he's, I mean, 15 to 16, 17 is, is second line minutes, so, um, you know, you can't you can't get on it too much. And so that that guy is, he's he's one game away, one, two games away, in my opinion, of needing to be owned, right? I mean, he's, he needs to be. Really your, breaking out, yeah. Yeah, so he needs, you know, he needs to be that, fuck, you know, one of your, one of your last forwards, but I mean, one of those forwards who you can plug and feel good about. You know, for seven yep. eight games in a row. So, I agree. I agree. All right, uh, let's move on to the gambling corner. Uh, brought yeah. to you guys, of course, 
Uh, brought to you guys, of course, by Beckmish.ag. Um, if you guys like any of our picks here, I would suggest going on there and uh, and and placing some action. Uh, uh, looking at games for Monday, uh, January thirteenth. Uh, I'm really liking the under in the Ducks Blues game. That's yeah. uh, they'll probably set the line at five, five and a half. But even then, I'd be I'd be pretty confident about that. It's in St. Um, Louis, though. Still, I mean, as long as Allen's not in, I would I would still take the under on that. <laughs> uh, um, uh, the other one that I like here, uh, Bruins Flyers, uh, an uh, an over in this one might be possible. Uh, they're both the both the teams are kind of doing well on offense, and then uh, also an over in the Flames Canadians game. Uh, that could be a solid one. Uh, also, I, I would have to I would have to do some more research on this one. But Hurricanes Capitals they play again. I believe that almost all of their games have gone over this year. Yeah. So except for like one, so that might be a good stat to look at. Um, I think I won money on that one the last time they played. Uh, going to Tuesday. Uh, looking at what we've got here, I, I like the over in the Devils Maple Leafs. Uh, I like the Vegas Golden Knights straight up against the Sabres. They should get Jonathan Marcheseau back by then, and uh, they've been on a losing streak lately, so I think they might take some anger out on the Sabres. Um, and then last but not least, I do like where was it? Ooh, Sharks Coyotes might be interesting. I almost like the under in that game, depending on. Uh, I would say Coyotes straight up, but. Aiden Hill right now is not necessarily sharks have been sharks have been slowly clawing their way back up into relevancy again, and the Yotes are kind of in a in a lull after they lost Rantanen and and uh, Darcy Kemper. So mm-hmm. um, I I still on the surface of that I still like the Yotes, but that being said, I don't I'm not as confident as I would have been like a week ago. Um, and then last but not least, I'll, I'll stop on Wednesday because it's a two gamer. Uh, I would do a parlay. Uh, Blues, Blackhawks. Uh, Blackhawks are taking on the Canadians. Flyers are taking on the Blues. Uh, Blackhawks have been playing decent hockey again, uh, especially if Robin Lehner's in that game. I like that a lot. Uh, and then Blues, Flyers. Uh, Flyers are, you know, they're up and down. Uh, but the Blues, uh, depending on depending on uh, who's in goal, uh, I like that. So I would I would take either either take one of your favorites or uh, parlay that. I this is a easy parlay for me. Wednesday, yeah, yeah. Uh, Flyers, yeah, I would definitely Flyers have been that. falling a little bit, and so I, I mean, depending on how high the Blues are, um, or I guess how low they are, right? Negative. Um, right. Depending on how low they are, I think Blues easily win this one for me, and I think, unfortunately, I think that'll be reflected a little bit. But I could also see, you know, Flyers playing it a little bit like a grudge game. They haven't scored a ton of goals lately, so they could break out easily. And then, yeah, dude, Leonard, Leonard's been good. And I could honestly, you know, I could see the Blackhawks going into Montreal and Did and we mention Kubalak or Kubalik? Kubalik, yeah. Whatever his name is with the Blackhawks. Uh, yeah, we mentioned him. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. that's my, yeah, that's my fantasy uh, pick, bro. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Don't tell everybody. Sorry. God damn oh, it. I, it's, it is funny because like I'll, uh, we'll, we'll drop an episode and then like a couple days, not even, not even a couple days, but like. You know, like a day or two later, it's all the all the people we talked about are gone. It's like, oh, 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 this is what this is what Chance and Taylor are looking at on the waiver wire. Oh, okay, well they're gone now. So pretty much, yeah, that's how that's going. That's fair. Cool. 
All right. Anything else you got? Do you, you want to anything stand out to you, or do you want to wrap this up? Um. Uh, NHL fans quit being pussies. Like yep. like Matthew Kachuk, you know. Let's uh, keep fighting in this thing, and um, yeah. If we suspend Cassian, we might as well suspend everybody. Might as well get rid of fighting and and get rid of the ice and make yeah. it a diamond of grass and yes. put bases around it and yeah. call it baseball. Yeah, because uh, what there's well, because where baseball's at right now, there's one two suspensions a year. One of them is for steroids and gets like eighty games, and then uh, the other one is for beating the living shit out of somebody. Right, right. Off the off, like yeah, like your spouse or something. So yeah, well, I mean. Yeah. Um, Ugh. Which is a tragedy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. That's it. That's us. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be coming at you hopefully next, next Sunday, next Sunday, next Monday. Yep. Cool. See you later. Bye.